Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Pastor Charles Russell with Cries in the Wild Ministries, also known as the Church with Legs. And um, I quickly want to share a word of encouragement to everybody who will be listening or watching this podcast. Um, here we talk about real life topics, things that um, happen in everyday life and that we all wrestle with, and we all struggle with and that we all need encouragement for. So I want to go into a topic today about healing, healing and restoration, two topics that we hear a lot about in the uh, church. And um, I want to draw what I'm about to say from the book of Acts chapter 3 and uh, starting at verse 1. And this is the first apostolic miracle that took place after the day of the Pentecost, which uh, was the day that the church was formed. And we see Acts in, chap in Acts chapter 3 verse 1, scripture reads, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, and uh, that was the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. Uh, and Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. So I want to stop right here and I want to talk about healing. Um, we often um, discuss this topic a lot amongst Christian circles and um uh, many people have different views on what healing is and how healing takes place. We do know that it is uh, a gift of the spirit and uh, those who have the spirit have the authority to heal. According to Mark 16, verse 16 and down, we know that that is a part of the believer's authority. I think where it gets a little um, misconstrued, if you will, misconstrued rather, is when we talk about when someone is healed and how that takes place. Um, is it is it God's will for everybody to be healed? And if someone isn't healed in response to a prayer, then was the prayer in faith? Uh, was the person in sin? What's the causation of that person not being healed? And um, I want to first state that it's God's will if someone is healed or not. Um, I do know faith plays a major part in that, but um, it's ultimately if it's God's will for that person to be healed. And then we have to ask and go further. Um, why does God want to see someone healed? Or why doesn't God want to see someone healed? And I do believe the answer ultimately is going to stem from, does it give him glory? So when we when we observe Acts chapter 3 and we look at the situation with this lame man, we have to first identify what does it mean to be lame? Um, to be lame means to be without strength, impotent, if you will, um, in reference to uh, walking. So that means you lack strength, if you will, to walk. So this gentleman couldn't walk. And um, it says that Peter and John were going up into the temple around the ninth hour to pray. And um, what happened was um, that's when they encountered this lame man. He was lame from his mother's womb. Keep that in mind. He had never walked. And it says they would lay this man daily at the gate of the temple, uh, which is called beautiful. And he would basically beg or ask for alms, which was charity at that time um, to everybody who entered into the temple. So when he saw Peter and John about to go in, he asked them for something. And um, we assumed that he was asking for money. And Peter, it says, Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, look on us. So Peter and John had compassion. They looked at this gentleman who had been lame and impotent from um, his mother's womb. And the scripture said he was a little over 40. So he had been in that situation for a long time. 
And I want you to put yourself in the mindset of somebody who is without strength to walk for that long and um, how hopeless that matter can become. Because notice in the scripture, it didn't say that he had come to the gate or to the temple to ask for healing. Um, this wasn't like the gentleman who was trying to get dipped in the water in another passage that we read about in the gospel. But this was a gentleman who was just simply coming for alms. Um, there's no mention that he was even looking to be healed. Um, I'm pretty sure he wanted to be, but he didn't seem to imply anywhere in his passage that he was uh, crying for healing, but for alms. So Peter looked upon him and told him to look upon him and John. And um, the man gave heed unto them. And it says he expected to receive something. So there was an expectation here with this gentleman, but we don't know if that expectation was to be healed at this time. This expectation probably was to receive alms, which is why he went to the temple in the first place. And it says, Peter said in verse six, silver and gold have I none. I don't have any silver and gold, but such as I have, such as I possess, I give thee. And what he's talking about is I have the Holy Spirit and I have the authority to heal. So that's what I'm going to give you. You came looking for alms, but I have something much better for you. He says in the name of Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Now, notice he didn't say you're healed in the name of Jesus Christ. He told him to rise up and walk. And I want you to think about the impossibility of that statement and how that man must have received that command, because in his mind, he's coming to receive alms. And he didn't have doesn't seem like any hope that he would ever walk because he had never walked since he was born. And he had been in this condition for over 40 years. So here comes Peter and John telling him to do something that in his mind is seemingly impossible. And the wording to me matters because he didn't say in the name of Jesus Christ, you're healed. He said, rise up and walk which would have took a great deal of faith for that impotent man who had been lame since his mother's womb for over 40 years to be able to even try to conceptualize getting up and walking. Now, what you want to keep this in mind is this verse seven. It says, Peter took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately notice this is after he was already lifted immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. What I want to communicate from this passage is that he wasn't healed to be lifted. He was lifted to be healed. There's a difference. Uh, Peter didn't say you're healed in the name of Jesus Christ. And now that you're healed, get up and walk. No, he told him to rise up and walk. And as he lifted the man up immediately, his ankle bones and his feet bones re received strength. So he was healed as he rose. He wasn't healed to rise. He was risen to be healed. And that is the object of faith. An object of faith that you're going to rise while you're still in your state of, uh, of, of being without strength and being lame. You're still in a lame condition. But as you rise, you're rising, you're rising in faith. And as you rise, you're being healed. But it's after you've risen. It's in the moment of you rising that you're being healed. It's not you being healed and then rising. Anyone that's healed now has that confidence because they could feel in this man's situation, their feet and their ankle bones have strength. They would rise because they've been healed. He was healed as he rose. And this is why Peter's command to him was rise up and walk. Not you're healed in the name of Jesus, but rise up and walk because the command would require this gentleman to respond in faith. That this could even be possible to rise and walk when I've been lame for over 40 years. But notice it says, as Peter lifted him up, then immediately as a response to this man's faith, his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he stood up and he leaped and he walked and he praised God and the people saw it. Now, I want you to keep this in mind. When God goes to heal or restore, it's for his glory. It's never 
singularly about us, solely about us. It's about God getting glory. The people in that area knew that this man had been impotent or um, lame from his birth. So I want you to see this. It says in verse nine, the people saw him walking and praising God, and they all knew that it was he which sat for alms. They all knew it was he who was laid at the gate daily to beg. Peter and John, right? It says, um, it says, and they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at which happened unto him, at what had happened unto him. It caught their attention. And when Peter saw it, this is Peter's response. He took advantage of that situation. He says, ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why, you, why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we made this man to walk? Then it goes on. It says, um, the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up, and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. So it's saying now when you go down into verse 16, and his name through faith in his name hath made this man strong whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So in, so in um, conclusion, this healing was for God's glory because the people knew how bad this man's situation was. They knew how long he had been in this situation. They knew and recognized that this was the same man that was lame being laid at the gate which is called alms to, uh, or beautiful rather to ask alms so they saw the severity of his situation they saw the hopelessness of his situation and when they see him when they saw him be healed walking and leaping and praising god it gave god glory so what i'm asking and all of us to do is to understand that if god moves on our situation it's going to be to glorify him and it's going to be at his timing and sometimes it's going to be when things look so bad when things look so impossible that when god intervenes god himself can only get glory but a lot of the times what we need to do is we need to be active in our healing. We need to walk into our restoration. We need to walk into our redemption. We need to walk into our salvation and we need to stop waiting so much. And we need to start rising up in confidence no matter what our circumstances are and being active in the things that pertain to the kingdom of God. And know that in God's timing, by God's will and if it's in his will, he'll redeem and he'll restore as he see fit. He'll heal as he sees fit. But we need to be like this lame man who rose. And as he was rising, he was healed. So sometimes God doesn't heal us so that we may rise. He rises us that we may that he asks us to rise or commands us to rise that we may be healed. And it's all going to be for the greater glory of God. So I love you all. This is Pastor Charles Russell signing out on the Church with Legs podcast. Pray God you have a blessed and eventful day. Peace.